I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about trauma survivors in relationships. You know, trauma is a lot more prevalent than most people would like to talk about. Absolutely. Or care to admit. Um, but, you know, when you're in the mental health field, you see how it really is devastating families through all over the world and all over the world and it's a lot worse than you would like to believe and if you think about yourself your friends your partner there's a good chance somebody that you know and love very much has been abused physically mentally sexually absolutely all of the above right. it's pretty horrible and it's usually all of the above. They have a way of happening together. Margaret, can you give a brief definition of what trauma is for everybody so they understand? Sure. Trauma, according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, called the DSM, and that's what we use to diagnose. But according to that, a trauma is an event that would overwhelm anybody's ability to cope. Okay, and every once in a while someone tries to say to me, or you'll see it in the literature, well, some traumas are worse than others. No, a trauma is not a trauma unless it would overwhelm anyone's ability to cope. Okay, man or woman, adult or child. Um, with childhood trauma, the earlier it happens, the more devastating it is. Okay, and this goes for both men and women. And I think women have had much more permission to talk about it since the 70s and the rape yeah. crisis movement. Um, but at this point, men are getting more and more permission to understand that it's not unmanly if that happened to you. It isn't your fault any more than it was the little girls. I had a guy recently admit to me, I was the first person he ever told yeah. that he had been raped. Right. And never said it to anybody before in our first conversation. He felt that comfortable. Good for him. Which is incredible. And good for you. Um, but yes, men, it happens to men too. And I have an ongoing case right now with a guy who, had, who was sexually abused in childhood. But it's been difficult for men to disclose. And perpetrators say all sorts of awful things to the children that they molest. You wanted this. I'm only doing this because you wanted me to. Don't you remember you begged me to do this to you? Um, and they'll say it to little boys, too, who then think that inevitably they're gay, which may not be the truth at all. Yes. Okay. Um, and then they make them feel bad if they absolutely. had some kind of uh, sexual release. Yep. Oh, oh, yes. And that happens for men and women. And when the, when the perpetrator says, you wanted this, you wanted this, many, many people um, feel horrible because they did respond physically. Well, yes. that's how we're made. And 
Some say it's one of the reasons that trauma survivors often cut themselves. It's to get even with the body who responded to the sexual stimulus. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard you say that before. Yeah, that may be a new one. But there, there are many theories about cutting because people cut oftentimes not trying to kill themselves by any means. Some people tell you it's to let the pain out. Um, some people cut when they're angry. But it's an interesting hypothesis that you're angry at the body afterwards because it feels like it participated in this without your permission. Like, how could you do this to how me? How could you do this to me? Exactly wow. right. But it's totally devastating. Some people are able to block it out. And I know for at least 10 or 15 years, there was huge controversy over that. How can it be true? I can assure you it's true. I have seen it enough times to know that it's true. Um, and that sometimes that's how, you're, um, how you cope, how you survive, that you block it out. And many, many times I've also seen people start then to have anxiety attacks in their late 20s or early 30s have no idea where the anxiety is coming from. And I saw enough cases like that to know that it's early post-traumatic stress disorder and that there may be a memory of a sexual assault behind it. And if you wait for a while and if you stay in therapy for a while, it will come up. Yeah. All right. And it's no less devastating for men. Um, and there are many, many men out there who have been supportive to women and bless you. Um, and for many, many years, remember, women were not believed. No one was believed. And lots of women were told they were hysterical and placed in mental hospitals for alleging that this sort of thing happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank God things are much, much better now. And over the last 30 years, which I can speak to, the state of the art has come much, much further. And believe it or not, some of the disasters of the Catholic Church have helped to give men more permission to talk about this. Right? Yeah. I guess some good can come out of anything. Um, so, you know, and many of you, and to your credit, many of you are very well aware when your partner has um, an abuse history, and that's wonderful, and it speaks to how well you've communicated. Um, and again, I will encourage you to communicate with your partner if that happened to you, because it does involve them if you're together in any kind of reasonable bond. Yeah. But relationships are tricky for trauma survivors. And I'm going to talk a little bit about our friend Susan Johnson, the Canadian therapist that we like so much, um, who writes about some of this in her latest book. One of the things she says, because she does therapy with with couples and often comes across one partner having an abuse trauma history. Sure, I think we, we both do. Sure. Um, and the first thing she says is that you have to remember that if you're a trauma survivor and you were abused, say, by a family member, particularly a parent, then the person who was supposed to love and protect you and still fed you and kept them in your house was also your abuser. So what do you think you learn about love then? That the people who love you can also abuse you. Yep. And it's mind-boggling, okay? So what kind of people do you think they may choose as partners? Abusive people. It can happen. We hope it doesn't, but abusive people. Now, That's why you gotta process it yeah. and if talk a, about it. If a child has been able to talk about it, things look much better. But if you get to adulthood and you haven't remembered it or you haven't had a chance to talk about it, chances are it's going to 
complicate your relationships. And the way it seems to complicate it for trauma survivors is that if they get into a good and healthy relationship, they will often very abruptly break it off, leaving their partners absolutely stunned. That's very important that Mar Margaret said that for you guys, because you guys are wondering, what does this have to do with my breakup? Right. Say that again, Margaret. Okay. Um, if you're in a relationship with someone who has a trauma history, things can be going seemingly very well between them and you, and they will very abruptly break it off and suddenly seem ice cold to you. What happens, Margaret? One of the things that happens is that this person has equated love and abuse. Of course they have. The person who said they loved them and would take care of them also abused them. So they can get suddenly very, very frightened when that whole experience starts to come back to them, sometimes unconsciously, sometimes consciously. Mm -hmm. And it leaves the partner absolutely stunned. What did I do? Very possibly nothing did you do wrong, except that your partner, it would look like avoidant behavior, and I think that's what we usually call it. Suddenly it looks like your partner was really avoidant underneath, and probably would meet the criteria for that, and suddenly cut the relationship off when it got too close. And it's inevitably when things are going well, and we, we end up with the partner saying things had never been better. That's what so scared your partner. She didn't know what came after that. Mm -hmm. She's never seen what happens if you love somebody the real way for a long time. And so she ends up needing a great deal more support from her partner than the average woman would. And we'll just put it, put it in the man-woman terms for now for convenience. It's confusing enough. The other thing is because she was abused and probably not rescued and probably not heard when she tried to talk about it, she has no idea to give her partner's signals when she's in emotional trouble. So what do you mean by signals? Let's clear that. Okay. Um, so if I'm a trauma survivor and I'm having a really bad day when I've had several flashbacks to what my grandfather did to me, say. Mm -hmm. And they can um, come out of nowhere. They can seemingly out of nowhere. You could be going along doing your job and all of a sudden you can get a flashback that brings back the feelings and the scene and makes you feel awful. It could be anything, a smell. Yeah, anything, yeah. A smell, a sight, anything. Uh, a song. song. Music is very powerful. Okay, if that happens to the survivor that we're talking about, what would be great is if she could at that point text or call her partner and say, this is happening to me today, I need your support. Mm -hmm. And most men that I ever knew would be right there for her. Mm -hmm. But because they don't come from families where people could ask for anything and had to keep everything secret, chances are she's not going to do that. So that the partner now not only has a traumatized person on his hands, but not one, at least in the beginning, who can communicate with him what she needs, okay? And eventually, he's gonna get tired of it. I've tried as hard as I can, she walks out on me for no reason at all, and, and she was never able to tell me she wasn't happy or that this wasn't what she wanted, or et cetera, et cetera. So, um, what Susan Johnson says in her wonderful Susan Johnson way, that what she does when she has a couple under those circumstances is she stops the therapy and does the education like I'm talking with you, like this is what has happened, 
um, this is what has happened now, this is what will happen, and this is what you learn to you need to learn to do, that the survivor has to learn that it's safe to ask for help and to reveal her pain. Now, if she was in a household or a family where she was being threatened ongoing, and perpetrators will threaten ongoing if they're still in the family, you better not have told anybody. If you tell anybody, I'll go to jail and you'll be sent to reform school. We don't even have them anymore, but they're still going to be sent there. <laughs> um, all kinds of terrible things they threaten the survivor with ongoing. So the survivor has learned one thing, never ever to talk about this to anybody yeah. or awful things will happen. And I saw big muscle tattooed men in the prison who would be crying like babies in my office talking about what the perpetrator threatened them with. Okay? Um, and many of them, not a surprise, um, there are many of those men in the prison system because they were so angry they did crazy things. And of course you're threatened within an inch of your life never to tell. Right? Wow. Pretty powerful stuff. Pretty powerful stuff. Um, but Susan Johnson, again, is saying that there's a way to do therapy for these folks that will work. You get them together, you do the education on what happens to trauma survivors, and you teach them to communicate better so that a, a survivor would be in a position of being able to talk about it and ask her partner for assistance when she needs it. Sure. Okay, but the, it's, I've talked to many men for whom I felt very sorry because they had done absolutely everything they knew how and had no idea why this had happened as abruptly as it did. And I can tell you that this adds to my understanding a little bit. Sure. And we've considered the woman to be avoidant, which is probably the result of what happened to her. I wouldn't negate that. But why is she avoidant? Why can she not handle that wonderful relationship if it's being offered to her? And this is why. Okay? Okay. Wow. Some really powerful stuff. That's heavy stuff. I know. Yeah. I know. But we've heard it from um, men who were in love with these women and, and knew very well that they had a trauma history, but nobody ever told them how to handle that or what to do. Yeah. You know? Some of you guys probably watch this video a few times, come back to it. Cause yes. Some of the stuff Margaret is talking about takes a while to really understand. And let me tell you, Margaret herself read it about six times yesterday before <laughs> putting it together to present to you. It's heavy-duty stuff and it's complicated. Yeah. But I do think it answers some major questions that we've had. Yeah. That you've had as well. How could this person just abandon me out of nowhere? I don't understand. I don't, understand. Know. I don't we understand it. It was going great. Hmm. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this one and the research Margaret did. Give her a like on the video for this one. Please. This was hard. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember, uh, we are now podcasted now. Look for us on iTunes and Spotify and give us a great review on there. Thank you for you guys for the support in the channel. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. Yes, feel free to sign up with me. I'd love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the video to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.